When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana, to UFO Paranormal Radio and United Public Radio Network. And I am your host. My wonderful co-host is next to me. You're listening to or watching The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. I'm just going to do a few housekeeping things, and then I pass it over to my amazing co-host, Dave. So I am Laura Lee Podfin, a Canadian spiritual medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher, and mentor, and an RN. I'm also a host on the network of my own show, The Angel Rock, on Mondays from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Holy cow, we got a slew of guests coming up for y'all. I'm already booking into April. I told you I had a bunch, but over Christmas and New Year's, uh, I'm not booking any guests because people want to be with their family. So if you guys have had enough of your holiday dinner and family and partying, and you need to sit back and relax, come and hang out with Dave and I over Christmas holidays into the new year on our Thursdays and uh, at the Angel Rock. So speaking of that, I'm going to say it now. If anybody has any spooky ghost stories, the Sun Dragon or Kevin, one of our regular viewers, has already sent me some stories. Uh, we received a few over for Halloween, and they were amazing. So please feel free to send them to David or myself. We'll tell you guys how to get a hold of us at the end of the show. Now, if you like what you see, please like, share, and subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. There's something for everybody on the network. We have a ton of new shows. We're streaming seven days a week, multiple shows and when we're not streaming live the archive server is running from the last 25 years it picks randomly different shows to stream so there's always something for everybody here now if you want to join in the conversation with the many people that are in the chat we're going to shout out hi in just a minute um you can head over to either Facebook or YouTube under UFO Paranormal Radio. And you can also find on Dave's YouTube channel, The Spirit Experience with David Hansel or his group by the same name. I'm streaming to my Facebook profile um, under Laura Lee Potvin. It's public. That reminded me last week I streamed it to the wrong place. It should have been on Canada's Most Haunted. I don't think I've ever done that in all the years of producing. But uh, it is on Canada's Most Haunted tonight. Also, um, what else was I going to say? You got me off track there for a sec, Dave, when I heard that. Anyways, what I was going to add, what's that? I said, oops, I bumped my computer. <laughs> and so did I. I was like, uh-oh, what did I do? Anyways, we're on TV tonight. We have our own TV channel for the network. It's on Roku, and it's called United Pub 
it's called Unite, sorry, UFO Paranormal Radio. No, UFO Paranormal United Public Radio. How you find it is you sign into the channel store. See, you, you set me off my groove here, Dave. Anyways, you're going to go to the channel store and you're going to look for UFO space. P as in paranormal. There's a drop down menu or about the third or fourth one down. You're looking for UFO space, paranormal and United Public Radio Network. And you can watch us there. I think I've remembered everything and over to my amazing co-host here hi everybody my name is david hansel i am a spiritual medium a channel um i'm paranormal investigator at times but you know what i have not done it in so long Lori lee um they're just a, a paranormal investigating I, I love going on them i found out that there is also a um there's a Bigfoot Society in North Carolina here that does investigations. I just watched them. I was going to contact them. I, I, if anybody knows me, if anybody's been on the show or watched me enough, you know that I'm like the most skeptical medium that there ever was in the entire world. And not because I'm skeptical, but because I'm always, I always question. I want to question everything because I want to know everything's perfect and valid and everything else. So I watched their Bigfoot channel for a while and I was waiting for them to talk about red flags that 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 I would consider red flags and they didn't they were pretty cool um normal people so I thought I'm going to reach out to them and see if I can do that although I'm kind of afraid to um to do in uh, Bigfoot investigations in the mountains Why? but not because of Bigfoot because of the bear, <laughs> the bear. Oh, yeah, but if it depends what kind of bears, whether they're black, brown, or black the bears. Yeah, cold. they're black bear, and they usually don't like people or anything. Yeah, they, usually they don't. Not. Or grizzlies, unless they're really hungry. You know what I was going to say? I don't think I had a chance to tell you this quickly. Huh. I ran into. I we follow each other on Facebook. And uh, she does resin like I do. She's local. Um, and she was selling some molds I wanted. So I ran over. I remember last week after my show, yeah. I think I had to leave. So I did. And we ended up talking outside for an hour and it was freezing. But anyways, she's a paranormal investigator. Oh, cool. And we were talking about a few different cases. And I, she goes, well, do you investigate? I said, no, I don't have a team to do it with. So she's supposed to be getting a whole, she sent me some pictures of her latest equipment and stuff. And she said, when she starts going out investigating that I, she'll let me know and that I might be able to go along and I'd be very happy about that. Cause I'd like to start getting back into that as well. Oh, too. me too. I, you know what, even, even when I'm with people who are very, it's, I love it because I, because I don't get scared that much. I mean, a jump scare scare me. Trust me, I've gone on paranormal investigations and I have been frightened and I have I jumped back. I know, but I, and you know, it's funny. And it's, it's a one, it really wasn't people who gave me the jump scares. It was literal spirits that gave me the jump, jump uh, scares. Remember I told you about, we were sitting at that, um, Brandy knows about it. She's not here right now where the, there's like five of us in a room looking down the hallway at this maze of lights we had. The thing is, if a shadow goes by it, it blocks out the lights. And yeah, all of a sudden, all the lights started blocking out and just coming racing towards us. And it came right in the room. We all jumped back. And we have it all on film. Um, so wow. we have we have it all on film. And it was it was pretty it was it's it scared me at first. And of course, like I said, the funny thing was me being a skeptic, everybody goes, Oh, did you see that? And the first words out of my mouth was, are you sure it wasn't a bug? <laughs> and they're all like, David, give it up. And he was a freaking guy, you know, something. I like no, something that big, but it was a mutant bug or it was, a, spirit say, walk the light it was a It was a dang big bug. If it was a bug, but no, it was, it was uh proof, but, that's that's always my knee 
See, everybody else's knee-jerk reaction to something is, it's a ghost, it's a spirit, it's a something. My knee-jerk reaction, even if it is a ghost or spirit, is it's the ice cream man, it's a bug, it's a dream, you know? So I just have an opposite knee-jerk reaction is all. But I really miss investigating. I really do. Well, I've never got, well, I've done stuff, um, like, not with equipment and stuff, just using intuitiveness. But you know what? Um this would be cool. I would love to. There's already a team in town here, but she has her own uh, team. She's been doing it for a while. And I thought, you know what? I'm ready to start doing that. I know that I'm not living in my own house of horrors anymore, knock on wood. And um, I'm ready to start doing that and getting involved and, and checking it out because our city, it has everything. And I know from you growing up in Wisconsin, you oh, guys yeah. have a lot of stuff over there as well. We should talk about one day if maybe we can get this together because you're not real far from Wisconsin, are you? No, I'm three and a half hours away from Minneapolis, or sorry, not Minneapolis, Duluth, Minnesota. But you go over you know, the bridge for three minutes you know, and you're in Superior, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Do you know where the Wisconsin Dells are? Oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Around the Dells area, there is a place there that's that's known. I'll look it up. It's super haunted. They have people there all the time. I was going to go there a long time. This was years ago. We were invited to go. I was invited to go up there. I, I couldn't make it, and it all fell through. Long story short, it all fell through. Um, so I never got to go. But I'd like to go up there one day. It's really, um, it's really cool. Um, Kasin Lee. Well, first of all, hi everybody. I'm Let's say hi to everybody because yeah. how about we start with your story because it's kind of a cool story. Now we recognize not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving. It's being celebrated in the U.S. right now. In Canada, it was about six weeks ago, but everybody knows about Black Friday. So hey, we're embracing Thanksgiving. Here's so let's say hi to everybody. We're gonna see a lot of happy Thanksgivings. Mm -hmm. So we got uh, Heather Cooper says, awesome. I told her we'd be with her shortly. That's why. Jackie Lane says, hi, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. And then David says, hi, everyone. Nicole Thomas Ryan says, happy Thanksgiving from Cedar Island, North Carolina. And then Dave added a gobble, gobble. gobble. We've got Kathy Henley Little. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. And right back, all of you, at all of you. Now, Nicole Thomas Ryan says, I want equipment for Christmas. I want to, I want to investigate. And John Ross says, Nicole lives, Nicole lives by me. So Nicole will be doing that one day. I know she said she did. We got Jonathan Keyworth here. He was on the Angel Rock Monday night. We spent two hours uh, doing ITC. Well, not two hours. We talked about it and talked about the machines and experiences with these type of communication devices, but about the last hour we did or so. And then, oh, that's why I told you about this, David, and I forgot. I forgot. So this comment you need to see. I, I, I forgot the last part, so I'm glad you reminded me, Jonathan. So Jonathan asked us, I thought it was over Christmas, so please forgive me, Jonathan, because I did, Dave and I went live on TikTok today. Jonathan asked us, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I know you're going to have to look at your schedule. He's got readings and stuff. It's his birthday next Wednesday. So he was wondering if we could go live on Facebook or TikTok or wherever and what do time? some stuff together. It's his birthday. Yeah. Oh, I know. What time? What time? I think in the evening he had said, and I apologize, Jonathan, because you told me that. I told you to remind me. So thank you. Oh, abs absolutely, Jonathan. Actually, I have Wednesday night open because I, I go do my live. I do my live for TikTok from usually about four to five, five thirty, mm -hmm. and then um, I just come back home. So I'm just just sit on my butt. 
Okay, yeah. that, Jonathan, I'm so glad because you can ask Dave. I did ask him, but I thought it was over Christmas and New Year's. I forgot about your birthday. How could I forget? So that's awesome. So it's a date, you guys. Next Wednesday, we'll probably post the details. I'm sure we will. I post on Facebook quickly today before Dave and I went live for an hour. Right, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, we so. can do it. We can do it literally anywhere you want to. You will figure out the details, but I can do it. So, Okay. The, um. Let's finish saying hi, and then we'll get to your question, Case and Lee, okay? So we got Kelly Hopkins here. Hi, Laura Lee and David. Hi, Steve-O. I know he's in the background. And, oh, I forgot Kaysen's in Sri Lanka. We are not celebrating here in Sri Lanka. Anyways, happy Thanksgiving. Nicole says, you want to read that? Dave, I'm just scrolling, so. Nicole says, a new thing I've been doing is picking a location and then watching all the ghost hunter shows that go to that one location and see what they each experience. Yeah, I do. Um, I do that. Do you know what else I do? If I can find a place that has some history, um, right when I, I'll find out a little bit of the history and it's, it's hard. I don't want to know the history because I want yeah. to be able to pick it up myself. But, and the same but, what other people get. I I don't like to see it sometimes if I know I'm going to go to a place. It's cool, no. though. It gives you an idea of what you might run into, especially if it's notoriously haunted. But My I favorite, a, nothing. Yeah. Now, see, as a medium, if I go to a location, and this is what I was doing, I'm going to go back to doing this. If I'm a medium and I'm going to a location with a group or something, you know, obviously I'm going there because there's some kind of activity there. At that point... I don't want to know the stories. And the reason is because when I go in, I go in with a notebook and a pencil or a pen and I start writing down stuff and that I hear. And then afterwards, I'll ask about the history and then compare it to my notes and see if I picked up anything from it. The worst thing is you don't pick up anything from it, which could mean one of two things. Either I suck or all the things that they were talking about aren't true anyway. But um, there's that. Plus, I have seen people go, and as much as I love the guys from Paranormal Quest, yeah. and give all my favorite guys a shout out here. Um, almost always, they don't get anything at notoriously haunted places. Now, is it because they don't know what they're doing? No. I think they show you the real thing because just because something's notoriously haunted, we got to remember that spirit is not monkey are not monkeys. They don't, you know, can you imagine if you were in spirit and you chose oh to see earth born and people keep going, can you go touch that glowing light over there with my box? Okay. Can you do it again? Can you no? just do it one more time to prove that I'm yeah. here. You're here. Yeah. I've done it already. I'm not a trained monkey. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, yeah, though, that thing bothers me. The thing that bothers me the most, and this is very well known about me, is I hate when people, um, what's the word, the term we use for, when they instigate stuff with negativity. Like yeah, when they say, um, I don't provoke, like, I don't like provoke. that. Provoke. Uh, yeah, provoking uh, spirits. Because I'm like, if if they're not talking to you now, why do you want to provoke them to talk to? You know, I don't know. I just, that's just me. I, I just find it, I just find it silly. I think maybe too, I bet maybe if they were like mediums or they were doing what we're doing, they would understand that, no, these are things with feelings, especially if they are between worlds, they still have their feelings. Um, so why would we want to be such a jerk? I don't agree with pro provocation in any way, shape or form, yeah. but what I'm talking about, and I'm not, I'm not, um, 
like I'm not being judgmental, but my point is nothing wrong with asking again for validation. But when exactly. I've seen people ask three and four, four and five times, and it's like, you know what, guys, they've already done it for you. They're not monkeys. The other guys I like, actually, they were live two nights in a row. They went to the Monroe house where um, Paranormal Nightmare, Foreman Brothers. So Josh went there. Tuesday night had to stay in overnight. Even the owner said, I don't suggest you stay overnight. He had some things happen, nothing too, too crazy, but they're going to do a whole episode. They'll put it out. And then Sean went the next night. Now, Sean is notoriously the hugest Frady cat that there is. And when mm -hmm. I first started watching them and going, this is like a grown man. Like, why are you investigating if you're that afraid? And then mm -hmm. now I know why. I mean, these guys go and help others that they experienced a severe haunting themselves as little kids. And it was Sean that was the victim of most of the activity. So he knows that sometimes these kind of things can happen. So yeah. he had some activity and then his battery died. So he had to, I don't know if he stayed overnight or not. I know Josh, Josh is the one that he's the littlest of the three. There's Rocky, Sean, and Josh. Josh is the one that does the main the main clearings, the everything. But the one thing I will say about Josh is, and you can tell they're brothers too, because if they're getting touched, like the two boy, say somebody's doing in the house, staying alone, the two brothers outside will say, yeah, go ahead and, and, and tap, tap Josh, hit him on the head or knock his hat off or like, like what brothers would do to tease one another, yeah. but they all have each other's backs. But I will tell you now, unless they're faking it, I've watched it live. I don't think they're faking it with the ITC. Um, the spirits know Josh's name and they don't like mm. when he comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, oh no. Spirits know names. Like I told you that one time where that spirit said my name, I had never been in that place before in my life. And that spirit said my name. So you usually yeah. deal with negative stuff though, right? Like negative dark stuff. They help families and it's just intriguing that again, like you say, they've never been there before and you hear their names. So let's get, uh, Steve says hello back. Jonathan says we could do next Wednesday whenever we want. So we'll figure that out. And Jonathan's thoughts are, because Jonathan does paranormal investigations yeah. too. That, when I was um, talking about that, go with a blank slate. That's right. Like That's what I like to do. I do too. And uh, Nicole says, I don't like when they provoke. I think I said hi to Julie Jean Bassett. I think I did. I had her name highlighted. Julie, if I didn't, hello. She says, hi, Laura Lee and everyone. And then, sorry, I had Nicole. We got Kaysen here. I'm going to go back to your question because you had a good question or a good comment there, Kaysen. He said, the best paranormal team on YouTube is meta metaphysics. I think it's metaphysics, metaphysics. in my opinion. Metaphysics. Oh. I think he met, I think it's metaphysics. I think that's what it is. He says they don't post much, but when they do it, they do it on another level than all other YouTube para channels. You know what, Kaysen, maybe you'll know who this is. Now, I don't know where they're from. I want to say Sri Lanka, but I could be wrong. It might, and I know there's no comparison, so please forgive me. It may be out of Thailand or Singapore, and I know they're they're not the same countries or anything like that. But he used to share his videos in my group, Paranormal University, and some of the activity, and I wouldn't call it an exorcism per se, but the stuff he would deal with. I don't I don't think this guy was faking it, but he had incredible stuff on on camera that you wouldn't believe anybody would catch. Um okay, so Kelly wants to share this. I'm gonna go back to Kaysen's comment. What do you think, Dave? 
Okay, um, Kelly Hopkins. Hi, Kelly is saying, speaking of spirits, something happened here today. I was busy doing dishes this afternoon. I was the only person in the house. A spirit had approached my left side and literally cleared his throat and called my name. That's I love when that happens. Did, were you frightened on that? I, I mean, I don't think you would be. Um, no, you were right, Dave. Sorry, I want to interrupt for a minute. You were right. It's meta- Fitty chicks or something. Vickicks, I guess. Vickicks. Sorry, I wanted to let you know you were right and I was wrong because I was oh, wrong. That's okay. Oh, no, that's okay. I kind of thought there was something like that. I think I heard of it. Um, Kelly, I is a medium. Not every time, which some, it's funny, it doesn't happen every time. The majority of a time, of time when a male spirit comes in of a certain demeanor, it's always on my left. And the ones that come in on my left are usually always, I won't say, they're not mean, they're stern. They would have, be stern. The gentlemen that are stern always come in on my left side. And the ones that come out in front of me or way to my right are usually like the ones on the right, males that on my right are usually just really <coughs> fun, really fun, really nice people. Okay, so I wanted to, I think we're going to need a bit more clarification. Have you guys encountered DMT spirits yet? No. I, I, don't I, do, I, I don't do DMT. I don't. Okay, that, I was, that's what I was going to say. So if I think what you're referring to DMT, which is a substance our body makes on its own, but there are people who choose to use it. It would be classified as a, a hallucinogenic. I know they're using it under- Our body makes its own DMT too. Why? Pardon? I just our said- body makes it, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I started saying. with that. Our bodies make it on our yeah. own. But it is, there are people that take it to have a hallucinogenic effect. They are using it in medical settings along with um, other hallucinogenics. And what they're doing, they're finding when it's under a clinical setting and they're utilizing these drugs in managed doses, they are getting things that could be clear, take years to clear with therapy that they can do in one or two sessions. Yeah. So DMT spirits, I need to know more about that because I'm not sure what you're talking well, about. I can, yeah, I don't, I can't claim that I have. So just because I haven't done anything uh, under DMT that I'm aware of, unless it naturally occurred in me for some point, you know, for some reason, um, it's kind of like ayahuasca. Is that what it's called when people go on these ayahuasca journeys and all that? You have to, to get be sleep. really careful with that. And I don't see, I, and I'm all for it if they want to do it. I'm going to tell you guys this. I already had an MDE and I've already seen all the real stuff. So I don't need, I don't want to hallucinate. No, but it. the problem with ayahuasca is it was a very sacred ceremony. And I believe it was in South America where it originated. And now ayahuasca, ayahuasca and quotations yeah. for people watching clinics are, are popping up all over the all place. Over. And it's really be, I, I think it's really lost where it came from and you can die from taking these substances. So if you are dealing with someone that thinks they know what they're doing and I've run into people, I have seen places, not for myself, I'm not taking that kind of stuff. If you feel you need to make sure you do yeah. your research and yeah, just do research. And you got to work with somebody that knows what they're doing, because I know there's a Canadian psychic on YouTube, Josie Grouse, and she has a video. It's about a year or two 
year or two ago and she did an ayahuasca journey. I believe she went to a, tradi a traditional shaman that did this in South America. She almost died and she shares what she went through, not medically, but what happened to her on a spiritual level with almost dying and going through it. So you have to be so careful with that. Well, I love, did you see, uh, now I just, I have nothing against it. I just have no, I have no reason for it. If that makes sense. So, well, but I have nothing what he means because are you talking about if you've, if, if we've taken DMT and dealt with those spirits, because um, you got to realize, okay, what my feelings are on DMT and ayahuasca and the spirits you would encounter if you've taken these drugs, those are your own, if you will, and it's a poor choice of words, but your own inner demons, your own yeah. things you're dealing with, your own things you're meant to clear. I have yet to ever hear, and I don't speak to every single person in the world, of a lasting DMT or ayahuasca spirit that somebody has encountered. And that's why if you're dealing with a shaman, if something like that occurs, say, geographically, you're dealing with someone that would know what's involved with that. What yeah, we're what they're doing, out. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would, the only way I would ever do ayahuasca would be in the old ceremonial ones and it would be with a shaman. I would never I would. do it. That's you if know, I ever did. You know why? I probably never will. Um, I just don't I, need to. You know why I would never do it? Because why? you are guaranteed you are going to be vomiting. And I will do anything not to. Ever. Yeah. It is the worst experience. I cannot. Like, I literally will do anything not to get sick. So I just hate the feeling. I hate it all. I know, knowing going in that that was going to happen, that would be my worst thing. And you yeah. do it. I, I, I just... I know. And if you think about it this way, something like those things that are going to make you ill and all that in 2015, I had sepsis. So I'd lived through I'd sepsis. It. it was, yeah. And if it was, I was always, I do not want to have, I don't ever want to experience even close to that anymore. So if I hadn't been in the hospital, I would have died. Yeah. But um, I, did, I was going to tell you that now fun thing. Now, like I said, um, just, I'm letting you guys know if anybody does DMT or ayahuasca and all that, that's their thing. I really have no judgment and I don't look down at pe on people yeah. at all because if that's what they need to bring them to the spiritual side of themselves, I'm all for it. Go for it. Um, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know much about it um, as far as the experience of it. And my guides do not say anything on it. And um, there's probably reasons for it. So they don't really give me anything. Um, all they've ever told me was, you don't need that. And I would say, okay, because <laughs> when I was curious, I'd be like, nope, don't need it. I'm like, okay, I won't do it. But yeah, but I couldn't. Um, no, ayahuasca, I feel, is being very materialized or like like so much it's about the money now and everybody wants to do ayahuasca because they're seeing you know people that are famous or it's it's really been monetized uh, the other thing they're doing too like they're doing things like mushrooms um they're doing um ketamine i couldn't believe i saw a clinic here that they're doing this for people who are suffering pain and what have you in a clinical setting and i've done some research in this area it's it's very intriguing with the amount when it comes to pts um, trauma, all of these things, they really are finding through the research, looking at it medically, that it's making huge strides because, you know, there's very little that they can really do to yeah. help with, with mental health. It, there, it, there really what is. is. Ketamine? What is ketamine for? Ketamine I is heard. a horse tranquilizer. You can use it oh, also. Okay. 
for pain management and stuff, but it is a very strong type of, most of these things would be under the controlled, if you want, it's not really a narcotic in the way that you're thinking of pain medication, but it, it's, it's a classified substance. So you yeah. would, mm -hmm. so I would be careful. Ayahuasca, like I said, has ancient history and information. And again, it had its purposes, but the way it has been commercialized, that's the word I was looking for. And they're popping up all over. So Julie Jean Bassett says, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Julie Jean Bassett actually is a shamanic practitioner. She just finished her course. She is incredible. She is amazing. I am definitely vouching for her. You guys check her out. I had a session with her and I will be booking one probably around Christmas or the new year further. Um, it was life-changing for me. She's also helped. She's an animal communicator and a major problem with my son's cat. By the way, Julie, she decided to remind my youngest son last night he wasn't paying attention. My cat pees on his bed when he's not paying enough attention to her. She hadn't done it in months, but Julie helped dramatically. So please check her out. Yeah. I've Okay. Oh, to get to get back to um real quick. Oh, I, let me go back up here. Um, with the when we asked about the male on her left shoulder. Oh, um, uh, Kelly. Oh, wait, yeah, I got Kelly. She uh, gave us a comment though, so I was yeah. getting. Oh, there that. it is. I was getting so, that. I don't like to lose the comments because people. Are oh, so I thought you were. Oh, I thought you were down before. Mm -mm. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, so Kelly said yes. I have that too. That is what I felt with this spirit. He was stern on the way he called my name, was in a stern tone. Scared the bejesus out of me, causing me to squeal and spray water and soap everywhere. I heard a chuckle and apology after that. Now, see, like I told you that. Now, I get the same thing, Bale, with all that stuff. Now, you heard the chuckle. I, me and Laura Lee were just talking about last week. I had some. I had a laughing spirit in my kitchen the other couple weeks ago now, and it was loud. And it literally, I had to, I had to take a second try. I have, it was uh, when clear audience that's objective where it's outside your head, like everybody hears it and everything that, that can be kind of unnerving at times, but, but I love it. Okay. So let's get back into this. Cause All okay. Right. So case and I'm going to go here with you and Julie, I didn't even see her comment. She oh, knows yeah. about ayahuasca. Please me. It's, 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 um, Don Rius, I think you trained with. I was watching some of his videos. He's incredible, a shamanic practitioner who she trained with and just finished her course. But she also put stuff in ayahuasca about here about it here. But Kaysen says, well, it's meant to kill the eagle for a while. I'm going to share something, just my thoughts. If it resonates, great. If it doesn't, that's okay. I had a mentor because I used to hear from many of them. You need to banish the ego when you're in the spiritual world or, you know, spirituality. And she said, you really can't banish the ego. As hard as you're going to try, you can't. It's there for a reason. So when I go into the Akashic Records, for example, and I use it in all of my practice, I invite my ego and anybody I'm working with their ego to, to be a curious participant on the sideline. They're still included. We're actually almost treating it like a person, if you will. It's there for a reason. Your ego is there to keep you safe. Right. That's what that's usually the one that tells you, no, no, Dave and I had a lot of readings today that were coming up with things. And it was almost like they were hearing, nope, don't do it. No. Nope, what if what if what if I don't have the money? What if I'm not good enough? What if I'm that's your ego? 
right? Yeah. So it's there. You can't get rid of it. That's my thoughts. What do you think, David, about your ego? I do. Absolutely. You know, um, I am also one. People, you know, I've I've heard the gamut of weird spiritual people have said, one, get rid of your chakras. Two, oh, don't God. Go <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's how you get rid of your chakras. Um, don't go yes, into the light because it's a trap on the in the in the reincarnation wheel. I find that hilarious. I mean, that's me personally, but I, I know about that. But um, that in the whole the whole ego thing, we are here. On you need the ego for this experience. Now, um, I will say this: like uh, when I do mediumship readings and I go deep, especially like when I do crowds, I set my ego aside. Mm -hmm. So I'm aware that it's there. I just don't engage with it, you know, and but, that's why but, which, how she said that too. basically invite your ego to come along. Oh, sure. Be sure. Curious, no, this, I'm saying her word. She said, invite your ego to come along to be a curious participant. So it's still there. You're setting it aside. It's on the sidelines, right? It's still yeah. there because that's who we are. But I want to clarify Kaysen's comment too, because I don't want to seem like we're coming down on you and we're not. He said when he was speaking about ayahuasca and things like that, DMT, he said, well, it's meant to kill the ego for a while. I don't, mm -hmm. and that's why I wanted to mention that. Um, I mean, Dave, like you said, you can do it and I can do it. We don't kill the ego. We just sort of step aside from it. I set it to the side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess it's during the same, I, you know, I understand what you mean, Kaysen, because I mean, some people, the only reason I can set mine aside, it, it did not happen overnight. This was something I had to work on. I had to learn. I had to go through a lot of crap in order to learn how to do that. So maybe that's just kind of a cheat way, you know, I don't know. But but I, I agree with Laura Lee. You you're not gonna get rid of your ego, mm -hmm. but you can be friends with your ego. Mm -hmm. I I've I, I there's there's plenty of times I will be starting a reading and I know when my ego pops in and I literally say to the left side, I hear you, we'll discuss it later. You've and I go on. Yeah. You've acknowledged it, it no longer has it, to hear it's yeah. voice for you to hear. It, Right. Exactly. And that's what you just said. That's probably the most important thing. If you acknowledge your ego, your ego will shut up. <laughs> it will. Because mm -hmm. it's like a whiny baby. Yeah. It's full of fear. It's full of fear and it's full it's, of hope and it, it's full it, of love. It, but there, there's a reason why we have it. Just like if yeah. you, and being a nurse, medical, you hear that the appendix is there for no reason. The appendix is there for a reason. Maybe medicine hasn't discovered what the exact reason for it is. Maybe it was something that has since evolved and there's just a little piece left, but every every single cell of our body is there for a reason when we reason, are born, yeah. including the um, brain, the psyche, the whole bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because so, said better word is subdue the ego, not kill. Actually, yeah, that is, that's true. We weren't picking on you though. No, we know what that's you That's what I meant. said. I didn't want to seem like we were yeah. coming down on yeah. you, Kaysen, because no, we know exactly we know what you meant. We just we just go off on tangents, man. That's just how we do. I thought it was <laughs> a about, no, that's why I saved it about the DMT because I thought it was a good question. I've never been asked that before. And I like when people ask, well, we love that you guys are here. Without you guys, it'd just be me and yeah. Dave having our usual chats 
with nobody here. So you guys give us lots of food for thought and lots of things to talk about. And that's why we love y'all. So I'm going to remind people because we're all, we're not quite there yet, but I'm going to do it now because we'll get all tied up in conversation. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the thing at the foot of the bed with your hosts, myself, Laura Lee Potvin, and my amazing co-host, David Hansel, on 105.3 and 107.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana on UFO Paranormal Radio and United Public Radio Network. And we're talking about all kinds of cool topics tonight. If you're celebrating Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. I want to say though, Julie, I, I didn't know she put this comment, but I'm, it, I think it's, it's got a lot of wise words. She said, yes, ayahuasca, you should do it with someone who knows what they are doing. The dosage is important and you need to be monitored while you are on the journey. Absolutely. I have not, um, I've not, sorry, I have been not done. It just, this is just what she's, oh, she's not done it before. This is just what she's been told. Yeah. And I agree because I have had people that have gone into a trance state and you kind of need an anchor for some people, depending on where they journey in a trance state. Not all the time. You don't need to be afraid. These are certain people that I've worked with. Maybe they just feel safer having somebody there. But I know even my Akashic Records practitioner has given us certain guidelines when we go into the records, for example, because it's not a building. It's like going yeah. into the universe, right? And you can get no. pretty deep in there. You know what I thought about, though? For channeling, like voice channeling. Okay, voice channeling, that doesn't mean you change your voice and become a robot from another planet and talk for them. But people who literally go into the trance and they channel that way, in that instance, because I have been on that side and I have done that very little, it's not something I like to do that much, um, mm -hmm. which, which actually I do like to do it a lot, but I'm waiting for the right moment to do it a lot. But at that moment, the you really have that ego has to be completely off and and how i will explain that to you is through the saint germain channelings that person <laughs> i know, you know what I'm talking about? Next level podcast next us okay next i don't want to make fun of anybody. i don't want to downplay anybody or make fun of them because you know we all have a no, little but something. he didn't it was a guest he had on yeah. and as soon as we both looked at this we went and anybody oh. I have talked to, and we're not making fun of this gentleman in any way, shape, or form. This truly maybe was what he perceived and felt that he he took on. But go ahead, Dave, tell it. No, tell he it. had he had some good points, and I listened. And the only reason I know is I'm another person who has spoken to Saint Germain quite a bit, but not not you know that way. So I can't. I'm not an expert by any way, but I can tell in channelings when somebody when somebody's ego sneaks in. And, and it's odd and it's hard to, ex to explain, but you can tell. And I think even people who couldn't tell, like I could, could tell because Laura Lee knew it. Everybody knew it. Um, so you know, how it was... you, tell? you know how you tell when you're listening to somebody that's coming from a place of ego, it's really simple. They're not coming from a place of love. They're not coming from a place of service to others rather than service to self. And especially if they're channeling the other side. This is how we yeah. knew that this gentleman yeah. had to be coming yeah, from that. Here. Yeah, that and when you tell people that they must do this in order to do this. And, there's a, and then when I sense any fear in a channel, if I sense any fear based anything in a channel, I know that's your ego, dude. No, <laughs> or, where I was going with this was, um, 
he when you're channeling a higher vibrational spirit they would be what we would call back home or source whatever you want to call it there is nothing but love on that side and what he was talking about was saint germain for those of you who haven't heard of him he is an ascended master um you can work with the violet flame he's an incredible source I of love saint germain. Yeah, yeah so what he was talking about was he was channeling saint germain and saint germain was hanging out in this special private place up in let's just call it yeah that. he humanized yeah. it yeah. and and the host said well like where do they go like do they go to a bar or something he goes yeah it was kind of like a bar and he was there with other higher ascended masters and of course i'm not telling exactly like this gentleman was sharing it but based this is the gist of it and he said saint germain was off by himself and a group of the highest ascended masters were all together at a table. Let's call it a bar, he said. And they were basically gossiping and talking badly about St. Germain. That wouldn't happen in yeah, a gazillion That wouldn't happen. <laughs> There's emotions don't a exist. Gazillion years. Yeah. A gazillion years. Yeah, kind of, he kind of left it. Um, Julie agrees with us. Julie, yeah, I know you know that because if Julie says that she did voice channeling too, you have to put the ego aside. You can literally, when you are in voice David channel. David jumps all over me and then I can't find it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I saw it. I was like, no, no, she's absolutely right. David gets when all you, excited here. <laughs> when, you do, when, you do, when you do voice channel, if I'm doing voice channel, if, if I'm in the least coming out of that trance, I can feel that ego. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not there. I lost it. I know it. I know it at that moment. The moment I feel that ego, I'm like, I lost my, I lost you know my when I know I'm channeling and I don't do trans channeling. I was advised against it with leaving in the previous home that I did. And mm. so I'm really feeling the calling. So I really, I swear to God, I was thinking about this just before <laughs> we went live and I'm fascinated by channels. But when I am channeling, not in a trance state, and those of you that have had a private reading with me will know, I will start talking faster and faster and faster and faster, if that's even possible. And then I start to say words that I normally would never say. Like it just starts coming faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. I find there's other people that do that. But trance channeling is amazing to watch. Um, Marina Jacoby, who claims she channels ET, and she's a fascinating lady. Um, her voice doesn't change. She doesn't go into a trance. No, that what she answers, she has no knowledge about what she answers some of the questions. It's fascinating to watch her. Yeah, you, yeah I usually don't have a lot. Now, I have actually quite a few TikToks where there was... I won't say full channeling, but it was literally yeah. the energy was there because I've answered questions. How am I? My TikTok got really, really popular off a viral TikTok I did that literally was almost because I did not know the answer. Not I wasn't sure the answer. And they're like, just make the video just go. And I was like, that just all flew into my head. You were so. going to say, though, like today, no, for no. example, reading some of the older decks I picked didn't have a message like it was just a picture or one word and i'm literally saying to spirit what am i supposed to do with this and it's like just trust and so you're yeah. right you do kind of just step out of the way and it just yeah. it just yeah, comes it and this is right julie when you're channeling you usually can't remember <laughs> what you said <laughs> so Kason said i saw some of his oh uh sorry dude that's not that's not flying and so this person's fishing for uh, readings. So we're just going to get rid of him, guys. So just ignore him. 
I'm going to delete this right now. Oh, that's right. You speak French. <laughs> I forgot. I was like, I don't know every you word know, there. Happening? Is she speaking the words of the devil coming out of her mouth now? <laughs> yeah. I'm French not calling French that. I'm just saying all of a sudden I'm not speaking English. <laughs> you weren't speaking French. You, yeah, you were You were possessed. That's, that's, that's <laughs> We're gonna, if anybody shares this video, just put in the description, hashtag podcast host gets possessed by Frenchman. Yes. Okay. This is, I always get his name wrong. Thank you, Julie. So Julie trained with Alberto Veloto and his team. Check him out. He had a three, a three day free webinar before his next training session. And I was watching. He's fascinating. And thanks to Julie, I knew some of the things he was talking about when he was using a feather, like a sword and whatever. So he was really fascinating. I learned a lot from him. And so Heather's still talking about Kelly's go. She goes, I would leave the dishes, a vacuum cleaner and ironing out for him to do. She's talking about uh, Kelly's ghost that popped in and went clear to throat, said hi. And uh, Julie says, um, I send him over when he's done at your place. What are you kidding? Are you kidding? Kelly, you better be sending him to me in Dave's house. <laughs> yeah. I got four cats. He can find me a ghost. I swear to God, half the time, there's nights here where it's just like crazy. It's really kind of crazy, actually. Okay. I've, I've had Sorry. a couple of times where it was where it was crazy. And, and I thought to myself, all right, you know what? If you can be in my house and do this and you can do my damn dishes because I am just. I just heard of somebody that had a haunting like that. Um, and it was, I want a haunting like that. They went and would put their laundry. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. I have no idea why. You better not. Well, if you're here to do the dishes, great. But I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. And he, yeah, I remember it was on Jason Bland's show, uh, Paranormal Soup, and it was one of his guests. And he heard us. He went to a haunting where um, I don't know if he was a medium or what, but it seemed like it was a very grandmotherly, caring little old lady and he would go to work and leave his dishes out and stuff or like get his laundry he'd pile it on his bed and he'd come home and his laundry would be put away it's the only time i ever heard of it and i think some of the dishes too i want that oh let me let's quick do um leona mick mick oh, okay because nicole asked us a question here but you want me to go okay to let's do those two okay let's okay do well that'll well, take longer i'll go to leona okay you want to do leona? okay uh, Leona said, would love some healing and prayers, please, in the hospital in the morning, not liking what my gut is telling me. Absolutely. Healings and prayers are sent your way. You're going to be okay. You will be. Yeah. Will be. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I know. I, I get it. I'm not saying that you're fine now or anything like that. You are. There's something wrong, but you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just so you know, it was real strong. It was real strong in me. Nicole's asking a really good question. She said, how does ego play into skepticism? Mm -hmm. And you're a skeptic much more than me, Dave. So I'm going to let you start to answer and I'll, I'll chime in. Ego is skepticism. Mm -hmm. It is literally skepticism. It's um, when I watch things, I don't watch it from my spiritual side. I watch it from my, especially the ones like in on YouTube. I watch it as Dave. You know why? Because when I catch evidence, I have to remember this. Everybody else watching it isn't watching it as a medium. They're not watching it like that. They're watching it as a normal person. So literally what I do is I step in as the normal person. What would what would something have to prove to me if I didn't know anything and I didn't know there were ghosts and I didn't know there was life after death? If I didn't know any of this, what would I need to have me prove that? That's why I go, go in with that. So I'm going to say that... 
um, skepticism is ego. It really is. If you can drop your ego, you wouldn't be skeptic about most things. I agree. I also forgot I highlighted her. Hi, Julie, uh, Judy Thompson. She was popping in. She said hi to both of us. Um, I'm going to agree with that, but I'm also going to say as human beings and how we have been raised and where we have been raised, because if we were raised completely differently, meaning meditation was normal, we knew all the things that we talk about and much more, we'd been raised all about this, I think there would be a lot less skepticism, but we also have to remember that we live in the human world. And there's also AI and technology. And with the technology that's available nowadays, I think we have to put our human brains on when looking at a lot of the paranormal, because you do have to ask these questions. And when there isn't an answer after you've exhausted all questions, that's when you can you can consider putting it in the paranormal category. Exactly. And you know what? You made a really good point a minute ago. And in, in the point was that um, you said if, if you were raised different, like if we were raised you, with meditation, we, we and all that stuff, people wouldn't need skeptical. And you know what else we wouldn't need? We wouldn't need people to fake stuff. That's right. Because there would be no point to it. And I think that's what we're, um, I think that's what, uh, I think that's what the main thing is, I guess. Um, speaking of AI. <laughs> okay. Let's see, see if there's any, any more questions. Comment. See if there's another question first. Oh, we got lots. Hi, Shannon Casey. Well, you guys, David's got this awesome story that he did. And I go, remember, it's not Thanksgiving everywhere, but you know yeah. what? I'm just going to tell you. Okay. But this has to do with AI. Yeah, but this has to do with AI as well. Now, AI is cause well, is it going to cause some problems in this world? It will for a little bit, but listen, AI is not a bad thing. It is something that was going to happen. There's nothing we can do about it. I think it's happened in almost every race, whatever, as progression. But we as as a person, you when it comes to AI, that's where the ego is going to be of use to you okay because the ego can be useful the ego tells you don't run out in front of that car because you'll get killed your spiritual side, your spiritual side would say who cares i'm just gonna go home anyway you know but your ego says don't run out there mm -hmm. your ego says don't put your hand on that stove the second time because remember it was hot the first time and i mean stuff like that so your ego is good for that but the ego is going to help us be a little bit more skeptical about the AI in the beginning. I think there's there's times where I think it's going to be useful. Um, I think we're in the playing stages right now is what I'm feeling that it's more, it's like a playground now. And I think there's danger to it, but I, if you use it the right way, it's really quite helpful, I think. Those are the operative words. And unfortunately human nature and where we are at because you're right, it's coming whether we like it or not. But the problem yeah. is, just as we were talking about ayahuasca, was a beautiful thing being handled in the proper hands, in the proper situation. There are people out there, and we live in a duality, but there are people out there that are going to utilize it for nefarious reasons. But exactly, you know, could have been, then internet is the same thing. Does it mean the internet's a bad thing? It's a tool. AI it's is a tool. A tool. It, it depends on you who's hearing this and how you choose to use it. 
And should you use it in service to others or in other ways to help others, including yourself at times if you need to, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. No, it doesn't. Uh, Nothing has to be a bad thing. And and it's people make it a bad thing. And and like I said, skepticism is okay. I think healthy skepticism is great. I think everybody should have a dose of healthy skepticism, you know, because we know, remember, remember the group that we hate so much that we were in? Um, (laughs) (laughs) We were in a very terrible Facebook group, but that's how we we met each other and we made some good friends out of that place. So some positives. That group was grooming. I'm going to say grooming. Um, She was grooming spiritual people to be literally fake, um, literally fake teaching spiritual people. How do you do a reading when you don't know anything? How do you do a cold read? You know, how do you do stuff like, you know, so it was, it was terrible. So, so skepticism is good. And the reason that I did not lose my ego in my skepticism, I'm not in that group anymore. And I never fell for any of that crap. So, so I'm going to say, thanks ego, you little son of a bee, but you know, it it works. It works sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so I was playing with this AI I use on my phone. I use it for corrections and all that. And sometimes I'll plug in all kinds of stuff to see what's happening. It's for fun. I'll make pictures with it. Um, They go with my blog stuff. Your picture on your website is so beautiful. Yeah, and the picture on my website I did with AI. And I had to plug in a whole lot of things and adjust it to get the AI character to actually resemble me. And I needed David, it to resemble you are so talented at a lot of these things. Like, guys, I'm pretty tech savvy, but Dave, I did an intro for a show, and it was like, and David never said this to me, but I know from looking at the one we have now versus the one I did, it was like someone in kindergarten made our <laughs> intro versus what Dave did. Oh, Dave did all of it. He did such a great job. That's all I can do, though. I'm not tech savvy otherwise. I know how to do a few things. He but did. anyway, so... um. This is Thanksgiving where I am, and, and Laura Lee kindly reminded me that the world does not revolve around me. I not keep <laughs> <laughs> I just said, remember, it's not Thanksgiving everywhere. Actually, those were my words. She said, I want to remind you that not everybody you know, celebrates Thanksgiving. I thought to myself, oh, that's true. No, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But I don't, you know what's funny? I don't celebrate it either. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving, not because of the holiday thing, but like uh, the family thing. I don't really care about. I love my family and all, but, uh, but the, it's the whole, the meal and all that. I don't eat meat and, and I don't care if people eat meat. I you do what you need to do. Need I to just do. don't. And I don't eat meat. And if I do eat meat, I would get extremely ill. So I have nothing to do with it. But um, I asked AI. Can I stop I, you for one sec? I want yeah, to add one yeah. thing and, and people take it if it resonates and if it doesn't, that's okay. To me, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving isn't as big a thing in Canada as it is in the U.S. And I wish we celebrated with our brothers and sisters in the U.S. because then we'd know when Thanksgiving is. It changes yes. every year in Canada. But the thing is, right, I don't think Thanksgiving is a big day either. And this is why. Because I believe we should spend every day being thankful for what we are. Same thing with Valentine's Day. I don't expect a big rigmarole, nor do I want someone to do that. Because to me, if you love someone, you should tell them every day, every day, because tomorrow's not promised. Nope. And you know what, you guys, listen, if there's a certain holiday you like, celebrate it every damn day. I love Halloween. I love Christmas. Because people always get at the Halloween, oh, Dave, you're excited about Halloween. I'm like, my life is Halloween. 
Yes. So I'm, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm happy with it. So I'm, I'm totally cool with that. But, um, so I asked my AI to write me a Thanksgiving horror story having to do with a turkey and uh, me, the vegetarian, or I think I put me as the vegetarian though. But I started to, I haven't read this whole thing, but when I started to read it, I'm like, oh my God, it's like the AI kind of knew me in a way. So that was kind of scary in that sense. But I'm here you go. Here because the last one AI wrote was that one for Halloween. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. So read it, Dave. Yeah, read it. yeah. We for Hall if you watch our Halloween episode, I had AI write a story about um, me and Laura Lee doing a podcast in a haunted place. It was and, awesome, and it was good. Mm -hmm. All right, so here is drum. If I, we had background music, I'd give it to you, but you have to hum to yourself. All right, so. Um, the title of the story is The Blood Feathers, A Thanksgiving oh, wow. Nightmare. <laughs> I know. All right. It's not too long. Let me swallow. And here we go. It doesn't matter how long it is. You took the okay. time to write it. So the town of the Har the town of Harvest Hollow had a dark tradition. Each Thanksgiving, the townsfolk would gather in the public square for a grand feast. As was customary, a turkey slaughter was the main event. This annual ritual of horror was viewed by the townsfolk as a mere tradition, but this year the turkeys had an avenger among them. His name was David. Yay! <laughs> a vegetarian newcomer with a keen ability to connect with animals at an empathic level. This I do that, and the AI does not know that. So I think your phone's listening to you. <laughs> I think so too. Besides that, all right. Here we go. David had befriended Tom, the largest turkey who was uh, earmarked to be the centerpiece of the town's ghastly Thanksgiving. Tom, however, was far from ordinary, and with his newfound ally, he rallied his fellow turkeys, guiding them in a desperate bid for survival. Haunted by the turkey's impending fate, David delved into ancient lore, where he stumbled upon a dark tale of vengeance. According to the legend, the spirits of the slaughtered turkeys could be invoked for a night of bloody revenge if the correct incarnations were uttered. Maybe you know, I, purge. You know I was you know I was all over this shit. I'm like, get them, turkeys, get them. Okay. Um, so under under the spectral glow of a full moon, David, surrounded by hundreds of turkeys, could you imagine that? Began the incantation as the final words echoed through the cold night, an eerie silence fell over them. Suddenly the ground trembled and the ethereal forms of slaughtered turkeys rose, their spectral feathers glinting ominously in the Zombie moonlight. turkeys. <laughs> no. Thanksgiving day arrived and as the townsfolk gathered in the square, the spectral turkeys descended upon them. The turkeys led by David and Tom swept through the crowd, their ghastly forms instilling horror and dread. The people initially frozen in fear began to scream as the turkeys lunged, chasing them through the streets. The spectral turkeys were not just spooky apparitions. They had physical presence and they allowed them to attack the townsfolk. You go, turkey! Pecking and flying with ghostly talons that left real bloody scratches. The air was filled with the panic screams and the vengeful gobbling of the turkeys. The turkeys pursued the townsfolk relentlessly, driving them from Harvest Hollow. By sunrise, the town was deserted, save for the turkey who now claimed it as their own. The townsfolk were forever banished from their homes, forcing to live on the outskirts of their once beloved town. 
Each Thanksgiving, they would leave offerings of corn and vegetables at the town's borders, a desperate plea for the turkey's mercy. The turkeys would accept these peace, officing, uh, peace offer, offerings, their spectral forms fading until the next Thanksgiving. Their revenge served, their spirits finally at peace. Harvest Hollow became a grim reminder of the consequences of unchecked tradition, forever haunted by the blood feathers of turkey's past. The tale of the turkey's revenge was retold every Thanksgiving, a chilling cautionary tale that will forever change the way this holiday was celebrated. I love that. That was awesome. Julie said, go turkeys, go, right around the time you did just before. She says, reminds me of the videos with animals with um, arms and swords. Oh, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. There is. That was a good. I'm gonna keep it now. That's gonna be my my tra- my my Thanksgiving story now. I'm gonna tell that around the Thanksgiving table. The time that I, I invoked that. zombie she turkeys to come up and it. kill people. She says she yeah. loves it. I kept seeing yeah. zombie turkeys at first, but now I know what it is. Spectral turkeys. Yeah, think about but, but, it. You know what that I, made me think of? Go ahead. Say and, your story. An AI covered its butt. It said spectral turkeys, but they said they were not just like any spectral turkeys. They actually had physicality to them because because they wanted to make sure that they could eat people or kill them or do whatever they did. No, you know what? That what was I going to say? That reminded me of I lost my tr- train of thought there for a second. Oh. oh, I know, I know. As you were reading that, now I've never heard of this, and I've never seen this, and I don't think you have. You might share it with me. Now I know you've mentioned that animals will speak to you if they've been hit by a car or something on the mm-hmm. side of the road. But I have never run into a haunting with animals causing a problem. Have you? Like real domesticated animals or like turkeys or something. Like if it's something cryptid, yeah, I've heard of that, but I've never no, heard it, of an animal. And, and, well, it's a good, that's a great question. And I'm going to give you what my theory or my answer would be okay. to that is ghosts still have an ego. That's what it is. Gotcha. And, 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 and animals move on. Animals aren't, okay, we, we, I'm, animals are not separate from us as far as they're better than us and we're not better than them. I mean, or down here, we were told that and somebody ran amok with that crap. But on the other side, every spirit is equal, every one. So, but if you're in between here, you would probably still have some of your ego. That would be my explanation for ghosts is they didn't want to go all the way over. Like when people ask me, yeah. So when people ask me, David, do demons exist on the other side? And I say, no, I'm not lying because if you're all the way over, like where I went, you're coming from the home that is literally love. It is love. There aren't any demons in there. There isn't any negativity in there. Between those places are other places and dimensions where ego and all that exists. So Yes, there would be negative things outside of here. And if you were a ghost, I would assume, I would assume you would have your ego a little bit because you would have emotions. I agree 100%. No, I'm going to read these next two comments. So Nicole said we had a ghost cat for a while, but I think she was gone. We did have, when we moved in here, my eldest can see spirit as both of them can, and they can communicate with animals and what have you. My eldest, when he came to our when he came to this newer place we're at since our old home, he said to me, mom, do you know you got a little black cat around here? And sometimes he'll pop in, sometimes he won't. When I'm talking haunting, I'm talking about like people going to haunted barns and say you have this rabid horse or animal and coming to bother you. You never hear of that. But Julie has a good point, which goes hand in hand with what you said, David. Uh, she said animals don't have egos. They move yeah, on. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's also, uh, thank you for adding that. I left that and out. Animals really, 
Animal Zone 2 ego. And yeah. she said they will come to visit us after they cross over. That's what I was thinking about. Absolutely. Yeah. I have seen pictures. I've seen flair of animals and spirit that were beloved pets. I've taken a picture off of a screen when Debbie uh, Grasp or Schmoly, so that was her previous name, Schmoly pops in here from time to time. Years ago, I was talking to her and I've told this story numerous times. And I asked her, she used to have a cat laying on the pillow beside her because I could see it and see through it. She's going, take a picture, take a picture. No, it didn't look like much to me. She has the pictures and she's positive. Her other cat that had passed, I think a year beyond the one I was seeing um, is behind it. So they do. I agree. They come and visit. Yeah, they always do. Oh, Nicole oh, says yeah. she would unroll the toilet paper, the ghost kitty. <laughs> oh, I know, right? I know that now if you guys, and I'll give you guys a thing and, and some of the other mediums and might agree with me on this. I always tell people when, well, one, when you do st see stuff out of the corner of your eye constantly, um, if you're not crazy, it means you're a medium. Um, so it's, there's a, there's a very fine line, but, but it is. Um, but the, I see, I'm one of those people when I started talking to animals years ago, I started seeing the shadows running across the floor all the time. Mm -hmm. And I still do to this. I mean, I don't think I have a day that doesn't go by where I walk from here to there. And I'm like, what was that? You oh know? my God. Uh, and if I'm tired, like I mm. literally, especially my old house could see things and it was not hallucinating, like really exhausted. Cause there were days, sometimes I only got like an hour of sleep every two days or something. I would see things like almost like these bugs coming at me they were black like on the corner of my eye and you look there's nothing there but i can tell you every single freaking day i see stuff out of the corner of my eye all the time and it's not negative necessarily it's do you want to hear something you know you want to hear something interesting about animals real quick i had heard this and i, and I want to hear it more um because i had asked a question of my guides about mean animals or animals who attacked or killed people see that's um, where i was going with this and we got all excited yeah. about it because there have been animals that have been rabid or they've just been i i don't think an animal necessarily is ever mean do you think there's an animal that's mean if it's not sick like it's either killing to eat well it's not here well there's a there's a there's a catch-22 to that question okay In, and here's what the catch 22 is animals don't know mean. mean oh, there we go back to your brilliance. And I don't say that sarcastically because David has yeah. said this. And I think it's brilliant depending who you are, where you come from, just because we're looking at it as mean, it may not be mean in their world. Right them. Yeah. It's kind of like to an animal, what we would seem is like, if we see, like when we see our cat kill a mouse and bring it to our, you know, like me, I would be horrified. I'm like, Oh my God, you killed something. But to a cat, it's like, no, this is what that's we the do. highest honor. Yeah. So yeah, it's what, and that's oh, what speaking they do. Of that, I got to add this quickly. I've had every <laughs> kind of animal practically. And my cat one time, um, she, uh, my hamster was missing when I was living at my parents. I'd moved back while I was in university. I brought my cat with me and we're looking for the hamster everywhere. Don't I wake up the next morning and the damn hamster's head is on my chest and I oh, scream no. and like, I was like, how could you? And I didn't know what I know now, like as horrible as that is, that was such an honor that my cat was 
bringing food home. They, I'm not going to eat it, but oh, I got goosebumps talking about it. Um, Julia wrote, "It depends on their owners. Animals that have been trained to be mean. I, I know what you. I know what you mean. Is it's hard to explain. You got to read I'm the comment, Dave, for people listening. Sorry to be yeah, to be. Oh, I'm sorry. Depends on their owners. Animals that have been trained to be mean and fight are aggressive. Uh huh. And also, animals that are decent um, to themselves. Now, yeah, um, I'm, 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 I mean it this way. This is really hard to put it. Animals don't experience mean are mean. They were like, you had the perfect word, Julie, my friend. You said they were trained to be aggressive towards you. And that's all it is. They're not looking at somebody going, I'm going to do that something on to that person on purpose. Because I want to hurt them. I want to hurt them. Yeah. It's like, I was, it's like, this came in by instinct. I'm supposed to attack it because it doesn't fit in with all this other stuff. That's all they're doing. Now, I do know this. There are certain domestic animals, though, even though they have no ego or nothing, they go straight over. Some of them do. A, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not like our life review, but some of them do certain reviews to see how they fared as that species with that family. But it's just like ours where it's not judgmental and they don't look at it in uh, emotional experience. Yeah, emotional wise. So Shannon um, says, I'm pretty sure my cat has an ego. Uh, she says, because he can be a real D blank CK. She said at times. <laughs> you, are preaching, you are preaching to the choir because if any animal would have an ego, it would be a freaking house cat. I swear to God. <laughs> They what about that God. werewolf kitty you sent me though oh my gosh you go, I want one. I didn't even see it and I'm going I want one <laughs> if I ever see a werewolf kitty that needs a home What's my butt's gonna get it again it's like name? Loki it's almost sounded like Loki but it's like yeah, it's yeah oh my god um, Julie, oh called? Julia great too she said yes they all have the life review I knew that because I had uh Julie when I had my NDE when I did my review of this life i also watched this whole scenario on animals um and their feelings and how they were treated and i went through some of the stuff they did just so i would know this information it was really odd and and sometimes i sit here to this day and i'm like there's some stuff they showed me that i said i still don't understand why they showed me that but i know it'll be unlocked one day so i'm just letting it be Okay, I'm going to read this comment from Nicole Thomas Ryan, then I'll go back, bitch, because dogs okay. just cats have servants. And I would agree. Now, there is a comedian on the Dry Bar Comedy. He's got a really odd name. Um, I'm trying to find it. I just rewatched it. Apparently, it went viral. And he's talking about his cat, Jessica. I'll find it for you guys. But oh my God, if you guys have not seen this, you will pee yourself laughing if you have a cat. She's she was 22 pounds and they put Jessica on a diet and it went viral because of what happened. I am telling you, this is one of the funniest. Oh, Zoltar Casas, uh, C or sorry, K A S Z A S. If you get a chance, look it up. Dry bar comedy. All you have to do is even just put Jessica the cat, it will come up. It's about a six minute six minute comedy routine and exactly what he's talking what nicole's talking about dogs have master have masters cats have servants oh hi ken stockley he's here um he said he i was i think he meant to say i've even heard bugs have life review i think everything does because everything i think um i know with 
um, there are not all species, but there is a, because we have our higher self, but we also have an oversoul. And the oversoul is like, there could be like 10 of us that belong to the oversoul. I know that I don't want to go down that rabbit hole yet because we'll run out of time, but there's, there's an oversoul of everything too. Um, I do know, I don't know how to even explain that stuff. I don't know. I don't understand it either. And they've tried to tell me stuff and I'll, my brain will explode. Um, but, I'm going to read Julie's comment. She says, there's, like a hive, there's a hive mind for certain insects. I've heard they that, just yeah. come here and they're like the mechanics of here. They are a soul and they do have a they do have awareness. They don't necessarily have feelings or pain or anything, but they have awareness and they're of the hive mind. But that's I don't know all that for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know if they feel pain or not. So Julie says some animals went to earth, come to earth, they think she meant to say, and the purpose is to provide sustenance for another animal. And believe it or not, and again, that we could do a whole show on this about why we're not here by accident. Why? Mm -hmm. And there is a lineup to come here with souls that would love to come here because this is one of the most difficult places, right? I don't know if you guys have heard of this as earth being a school. And when you're eternal and you go on forever, right? It, and I've heard other people refer to it, you know, channels, channelers talking about this being like a vacation. And don't get me wrong, it's not a vacation. No, it's okay. difficult no. to get yeah. here. But the reason why the channel referred to this is if you're going on a big trip somewhere and you've researched the trip, you've looked at where you want to go what your budget is, what you're going to take with you, what you're going to go see. Okay, Dave, um, the history, you're going to pack for it, you're going to plan for it, the whole bit. That's kind of what we do when we come here. Now, I'm oversimplifying it, and our whole life isn't planned out, but each and every one of us is here for a reason. So it's kind of cool. Um, and Julie says, animals and all living beings come here for a specific life purpose. Absolutely. And the reason why it's so difficult, I believe in what I've received from spirit is we come into these heavy, dense, fragile bodies. We come in with, as I like to call it, spiritual amnesia. We, most of us do not remember previous lives or, you know, any of this stuff that some of the stuff we talk about, talk about now and much more, right? And we come here and the way I hear we are ascending and I believe that but overall, in the past and pretty well up to now, the way we learn is through through hard times, right? We have a choice when we, something difficult happens. When everything's status quo and it's amazing, we don't want it to change. And we're not going to learn. We just want it to last forever when something difficult happens. But from what I understand, we've, we've agreed when we come here that it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be difficult or hardship to be able to learn. No, it doesn't have to be. I would say too, people always say, am I on the right path? I'm like, or, you know, they talk about lessons. I'm like, you know, how's this lesson going to go? I'm like, well, just make the choice. Whatever choice you make, you're going to get the lesson out of it. So it don't matter. Just do it. Just make one. <laughs> yeah. And are you on the right path? You know what? I And again, I don't know all the answers. None of us do. But I like to try and tell myself that I'm where I'm meant to be in this moment at this time. Right? Yep. Because you are. Yeah. That's all you have Sometimes. is right now. That was hey, in the hey, past uh, already, that word now. A great a great person once said to me um, when I asked this question. Bye, I had a great, wonderful answer. There he is. Hi, sweeties. 
Um, so he knows, he knows the time. He's like, they're done in like 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> I asked the, <laughs> I asked the question one time, am I okay? Am I on the right path? And the answer I got back was, well, where do you want to be? And that was my guide, my yeah. smart ass guide who I love to death. I said, am I on the right path? He said, where do you want to be? And I said, this is where I want to be right now. He said, no. And then I'm like, how do I get there? He told me Then I went. So that's another way you can kind of do it as, as well as ask, you know. None of us are promised tomorrow. And I'm not trying to be faithless no. here. No, None of we're us not. Are, right? No, you're not. And, and you know when you go, but your soul ain't going to tell you. So you're kind of lost at this point. You no, know? but where I'm going with this, I do want to give a, a shout out to a dear friend of mine. And I know Shannon knows her. And uh, she passed away recently, Lois T. Martin. She, I've been on her show many times. It was on Blog Talk Radio. It's I've Got Your Number. She was brilliant. The minute I met her, oh, yeah, um, she, I had 10, I said, by case in tune too. Um, I had uh, two minutes to send her a message on my previous network. And she said, what's your phone number? And we talked for about six hours and she used to call herself my adopted mama. And I'm going to miss her so much. But again, she had been on my mind all that week and she lives in the U.S. And we didn't always get to talk. When we did talk, it was always like we'd never not been talking for, say, couple months right you know when you have friends like that anyways I got word that she just passed away last week and she's going to be sorely and dearly missed but my point is and I'm not trying to be a fatalist again here is we got to make the most of each day and sometimes it's it's crappy I get it but you guys you know what um every day you wake up in the morning it's a new start and the question I like to sometimes say to people, and I don't always remember, I'm not always perfect, but I do try to practice what I preach is, if you knew today was your last day, or say you went to bed tonight, woke up tomorrow, and you knew it was your last day, what would you do? Right? We could all make a list. And what's stopping you from living your life like that every day? Except don't go out and overcharge and max out your credit cards or something. That's not what I'm talking about. But, right? Yeah, I know. It's we got to make the most out of it. Yeah, we always have to. Kathy, oh, God, that's we. Thank you, Julie. Okay, Kathy, is that the one? Yeah. If we are to experience all things like air, fire, and other things, do we experience being an animal? Yeah. I believe we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. you My listen. son. Well, go ahead, Dave, and then I'll share. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just real quickly. Um if you think about it this way, even if you want to put it in the her, uh, human terms, you're eternal. Okay. It means you've always been, you always will, you always were, you always, it's just going to keep going on and on and on. You're just going to have fun and be doing stuff. And you've been doing stuff forever and you've been very happy with it. Um, and I believe that in order to progress, everything's got an evolution to it. So there's soul evolution as well, I believe. So I think our souls have uh, evolved or at least visited back or found out why. I, I'm pretty sure I've been told that on the other side. And I will tell you, um, I was made perfectly clear when I was on the other side that we are all things. We are and we are a part of it all. A friend of mine yeah. who had an indie explained it. She said, the only way I can explain what it feels like, and there aren't human words to explain it when it comes to the colors, the sounds, everything we experience on the other side. She said, I call it a love soup. And if you think about a soup, right, you start with all these different ingredients, 
cook it all down together and say you puree it, could you separate any of those ingredients back into what they were before? No. And she explained, that's how we are all connected. My eldest son, when he was 14, uh, he had a friend whose mom did kind of this stuff. I was doing this at that time as well, but um, he didn't even tell me till he got home and it was fine. I didn't have a problem with this, but I guess she did almost like um, a deep meditation, light hypnosis session with the kids. And they were, she took them on a journey and they did, they were sharing what a past life of what they had had. And my son came home. He was so excited to tell me about his life as a wolf, as a black wolf and, and what he had done and what he saw and what he had experienced. And it was profound and it was exciting. Now, if we think about that, the past, present and future are all happening at the same time. And that's a whole show, David, I could do on that one too. But my point is is there really like are we are we humanizing it? it's just a question that we think we have to evolve what if we decide our next lifetime i haven't been a polar bear before and you know what i i want to change from being a human so i'm going to have an experience as a polar bear yeah well i stopped thinking about that stuff only because of this too okay like there's polar bears on this planet but you've been them in the other planets too and they've had that they have their own animals their own angels i, their could, own, I just didn't have an answer <laughs> and some of them even have like their own god type or oversoul um ken ken that's a you know what ken that's absolutely actually kind of true you gotta um, read it dave people yeah, are listening 80 okay. percent audio listening I, I i always forget you guys quit yeah. listening and come watch us um just so you know what I'm talking Don't about. Don't tell them to quit listening. <laughs> no, I, no, I said quit listening and start watching. Um, so Ken, Mr. Ken Stockula said even God is learning. And that, in a sense, is, I believe, absolutely true because of the fact we are God. God is us. And we are coming back here and taking all of our experiencing back. Mm -hmm. And everybody's everybody's learning everything simultaneously. So, yeah, I believe so. I, I believe that as well. I, yeah, and I guess that's the only way you can put it. There's really no other place to put it. I always say we're never going to have all the answers no. until we go back home ourselves. Now, I love what Nicole shared here, and I'm going to read Shannon. She's always got so much humor to add, and I love it. So Nicole says, I'm a teacher, and when my kids mess up, I tell them the next moment is a new moment. The past is a race. Let's just try again. And I think that's amazing advice for everybody in life. I do. Yes. That's a really good one. Yeah, I would. Uh, that's a very good way to put it. Wonderful way to put it. Go so ahead. Shan Shannon, when we were talking about what would you do if you were told, say, tomorrow was your last day on earth? And I said, don't go crazy and max out the credit cards. And so Shannon says, I would phone the credit card companies and tell them I was about to pay them fully off if I knew it was my last day. <laughs> that's so that's funny. Um, Did you ever think of what if, if you actually sat in your chair, that might be a good meditation for somebody to do on the last day meditation. If you sat in your chair and, and meditated on what should I have done? Or today's it's my last day. What should I do? And whatever you get, go do it when you're done. <laughs> you know, Why do you think I mean, you have to meditate, right? Because spirit no, wants to tell us what we have to do because we're here to have an experience and we're creators and we're manifestors. So whatever we focus on and where our attention flows, right? That's where we can make it become a reality. So what would you do? 
like, you know, even working in palliative care with people. And, and I can tell you right now from working with super, super rich people, right down to the poorest of the poor, nobody ever, ever, ever said, regardless of their age, geez, I wish I'd spent more money. Geez, I wish I'd done this. I'd done that. It was always, I wish I had told the people around me how much I love them. Also, having regrets about the things that they didn't do. They were waiting for that retirement. They were waiting to lose that last 10 pounds. They were waiting for this. They were waiting for that. Don't wait. Do it no. today or tomorrow. If you have tomorrow, say in the morning when you wake up, what would you do? And if you can't make it happen in one day, what would you do? Plan for it. Do it. It's true. Do you know what? You know what's saying after my NDE, when I heard this saying, I it, it confused me, and and it doesn't confuse me anymore because I understand people because they, you know, we all have this different perception. But when people used to ask me, "What's on your bucket list?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" They're like, "What do you want to do here before you leave?" I'm like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever I don't do, I'll just do it at another time." That's <laughs> and just like yeah, and they're like, "What?" They're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah." But then my guy, my guy did tell me. He said. They're speaking from the sense that if it's on the bucket list of Dave's bucket list. So what do I want to experience as the person, Dave, that I am portraying right now in this lifetime? Mm -hmm. And I said, but I said, can I not be Dave again? And they said, yes, but, but we're better you. That's what they're thinking. And I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah. So I don't have a bucket list. I, I kind of, no, I don't, I don't, I, really I, care. I don't have a bucket list. There's a few things I might want to do. But oh, there's stuff I want to do, but if I don't get to do it, I'll be okay. With I, it. That's exactly where, what I was just going to say. If I don't get to do it, I'm not going to have any regrets. I'm not going to have yeah. any regrets. So yeah. Jackie Lane says, um, make that bucket list. Ken says, uh, my mom tells me don't wait. Now, that's true. That's true. Don't wait. If there is something you want to do, go get your butt out there and do it, man. I agree with your mom. And Kathy says, yes, we are God. And Julie, again, seconding, well, she said it actually first, I'm going backwards, but she said, why wait until your last day? And that's, it's true. And on this, this day where we're celebrating, whomever celebrates for Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. Why not be thankful every day? Every day. Yeah. Because I've met so many people who say, I have nothing to be thankful for. And I'll ask them, did you have a roof over your head today? Yes. Did you wake up in a bed? Yes. Were you able to have breakfast? Yes. Do you have clothing to put on? Whatever that may be. And people, it, it, nothing should be taken for granted, right? So you start with the little things and the things that you're more, the more grateful you are, the, the more that comes into your life to be grateful for so that's why again with thanksgiving it's a beautiful you know get not everybody's happy about getting together with family and whatever or friends or we may, we've seen a lot of people today with our readings that felt they were very alone and it's a difficult time for people right now with the mm -hmm. holiday season for example we are never alone i can guarantee you of that guarantee it's impossible. I mean, physically you might be alone, but you're, you're, you're literally never alone. You can't be. Mm -mm. Actually, it's been so astounding to me, the more and more I travel along this spirituality journey, if you will, that we were never sent here alone. We have guides, we have angels. I mean, we have all access to contact on all of us have these gifts. Should you desire it? you can do it. You can make it happen. It's, you've done it probably before in many, many lives. You just like getting back on a bike. You work yeah. with different teachers, mentors, books, meditation, whatever it may be. 
right? But also yeah. big thing for me that really, really opened my eyes. And I always say there's many in this light worker field. I find that either understand astrology and love it and eat it up or those like myself that understand some of it, but don't quite get it all. And then I had a friend of mine on this show. Her name's a uh, Karma Turner shot. And for the first time, I understood how incredible astrology is when she basically simplified it to the fact of why they need the time you're born, where you were born, what your name was and, and what have you, because it's an exact snapshot of the sky of the 12 constellations when you were born. And when you break those down, it literally gives you a map to your soul and your purpose and everything. Never yeah. been sent alone. Never. That's cool. I, I think been. it's so incredible. Like, we've never been alone. We're, and again, don't get me wrong. We'd all desire to have somebody physically around us, especially if we are feeling alone. But we really aren't. We were sent with a map. We were sent with people that we're going to connect with that will be able to help us on our journey. There's so much to look at. It's so cool when you start to really ponder it. I think it is. Jimmy. What was that? No, I was saying Kitty had his resting bitch face while you were talking. You're <laughs> <laughs> listen I mean, to your father. That's terrible that he said. That's your ego. That's your ego speaking, Kitty. I did, did download, you. A, we haven't got a lot of time, but I did download some spooky videos. Let's watch a spooky video and we'll comment on it before. That's, that's okay, what's going to take us see. I, I ended up, um, oh, this one was oh. creepy. This one Real was quickly. creepy. This was from Real last quickly. week. Sorry, let me go quick ahead. Ask, let me quick do Ken's doctor. Numerology as well. Numerology, actually, everything in the universe right. is by number. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. Okay, so I'll read Shannon's and then I'll play it. She said, okay. the other day I was talking with a woman who moved to Canada. She was saying, I can't believe how many, how many people in North America live for today. She then said, in my culture, we are raised to live for tomorrow. That's interesting. I don't, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard that before. Okay, so this one, I'm telling you, I don't know about if it's just me, but I'm, it seems like every darn paranormal channel. I think so, there used to be that thing back in the 90s and then they'd say, why put off today what you can do tomorrow? Because there's always that's tomorrow. That's true. And, okay, and, this, and it's, it's true. Oh, go ahead. Okay, this is one creepy video. Actually, I downloaded this week for tonight. Now, there's some history with this with this video, but these darn skinwalkers, everybody's talking about. Now this is, <laughs> I want to see the Appalachians and there was a post with it talking about that there's a bunch of rules that people don't do in this area due to the amount of quote unquote skinwalkers. I watched so, this one. Did you? What did you? Okay. Let's talk about, I won't, I won't ruin it for people. I'll play it. Okay. Hang yeah. on, this was creepy. I don't know what it was, but it was creepy. So I got to start playing it, and then I got to make it bigger, guys. It says, why you should never whistle at skinwalkers. Yo. Whoa, Whoa. Run, 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 run. Go, 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 go. What the hell? I did, I did, I did. Oh my gosh, he's going to the basement. You gotta lock, you gotta lock it now. Oh. Yeah. I have to stop. Watch. Oh shit. Oh shit. 
Sorry, guys. I had to blow it up. Whoa. Okay. So is that the one you watched, Dave? I did. They Well, that one has the full video, which I'm glad it did. But even after the short video, my opinion, that is the fakest stage, stage thing I've ever saw in my life. It's I all, it's it all, um, it, it's all, it's the, the, only because I watch, I only know it because I watch a lot of people and how these YouTubers and all that make these little scenario uh, videos and that one was fake um the okay. acting was actually awful okay the but, reason why i brought it up though i did do a little digging that now there's legend and lore how much of it is true i didn't have enough time to research for days on this but apparently people talk about this like it's almost like it's a tulpa like so many paranormal teams are talking about this and people are talking about Okay, there we go. Appalachian Mountain people. There we go. And Nicole's going to put this up here for us. Yeah. Appalachian Mountain people believe in a lot of German, Irish, and Scottish folklore. And whistling outside is a no-no from what I have learned. It also is a no-no with yeah. certain tribes in the First Nations because they, too, believe that um, bad little people, Not we're not referring to humans, but bad little people, you do not whistle in the woods so now, i'm not saying that the skinwalkery stuff was fake in that one i'm saying the video that they staged for it is is fake no the that's the thing everybody is talking about skinwalkers and i haven't been looking oh, yeah for i don't know why that's what well, i'm saying okay so that video was fake but I, if you go through the comments i'll have to see if i can send it to you dave oh a lot there of people reading it rules with the Appalachian, uh, the people that live in the Appalachians or Appalachian, Appalachians, I've heard it called, all different There's names. There's no correct way to say it. Someone's going to yell at you for it no matter I what. know. So forgive <laughs> me. Yeah. I was speaking I French say. tonight. I speak a bit of Spanish, but I don't speak Appalachian. <laughs> Anyways, no. um, they were saying there's seven things they have, but it's based on, from what I could read, a lot of superstition and a lot of talking around the campfire of ghost stories kind of things but when you've got all these people talking about this and it's not just in that area like you look mm -hmm. up it seems in north america this is the new bigfoot almost like people that and dogmen and they're constantly looking for them like are we going to end up with some tulpas kind of like thin man from years ago which was a creepy pasta now look what we got yeah yeah, it's weird. I I agree with you on skinwalkers. I mean, their lore actually goes back a long way. Mm -hmm. um, they it goes back to the uh, Native Americans and the indigenous people. So that lore has been here forever. Um, I don't think they were tulpas at at, uh, at in the beginning. I think you they were talking future is when I'm talking about. Oh yeah, tension. Sorry if I didn't say that clearly. No, that's okay. I'm talking about. Uh, talking about future like you know what i'm that's why i said like creepy pasta with the creepy pasta thin man and now we're seeing videos of it we're seeing yeah. a, and again lots of deep fakes out there someone just sent me a video tonight that was not paranormal in nature and i kept watching this and watching this it's supposed to be, it was posted in april and i sent i messaged them back and said are you sure this isn't a deep fake or ai i am positive it is from what i saw 
hard to saw. So it's I hard don't to, know. You gotta be the same. <laughs> I saw a Bigfoot video the other day. It was on TikTok, you know, and then that's, and I'm sorry, TikTok, but I tell you, I see ghost videos or anything on TikTok. I just want to go, eh. but I get cringy on it. But there, there's a, I had first seen it. It was on TikTok and it took me over to YouTube where I watched more of their stuff. And it was like all Bigfoot stuff. And, and although I can't say they were real or not real, they were good videos. I can't say that they're real, not real, but, in every video where they got a picture of Bigfoot throwing a log, what do you think the cat was captioned? It was always captioned something violent about Bigfoot. And Bigfoot, look at Bigfoot being violent, throwing a log. I'm like, how do you know he's just not throwing a log? How do you know? It's kind right of like this, but I say this most seriously when I say it's brilliance, because it really is, Dave, when you shared so maybe he's throwing a log and we're taking it as evil, but it's perfectly normal behavior and Bigfoot. Yeah. Maybe that's how they, if all we know, the reason Hi, we have a connection with Bigfoot is because their greeting is throwing a log and we have not thrown a log back. <laughs> you know I mean, who knows? I'm not saying, I mean, I'm, I'm being stupid, but that's, it's true. We don't know. I don't, as far as I'm concerned, I have not come across a class in any college course that teaches Bigfoot. So I'm I looking think, at the Haints because I have not heard of the Haints before. Nicole's talking. The wisp, wisp, um, I'm going to have to do some more research. And I'm sure you guys will educate us too because you know about them. So Nicole says the Haints will come if you wisp, whistle in the Appalachian, Appalachians. And um, she said her grandfather, grandmother's family was from the mountains. And Jackie Lane said, I've got blue bottle, um, blue bottles on my bottle tree to keep the Haints away have you heard of them i have not heard of the hanks i'm not from i really i mean even though i live in north carolina and i'm right next to the mountains i grew up my first 44 years in wisconsin so we didn't have our lore was um real people who ripped off your faces and ate you and um dogmen and little little people Mm -hmm. Well, we don't have to doing the first thing. Oh, so Nicole says we're gonna have to do some research on this and continue. Yeah, we're gonna let's talk about the hands next week. We're gonna do some research. Yes, because Nicole says I painted my uh door paint blue because we are almost out of time but if you guys are enjoying the paranormal it is the second night it's wednesdays and thursdays with michelle de Roger and amelia pisano with the outer realm they've got a pretty interesting guest from what i can see coming up next you guys want to stay tuned Good dave where can they find you Oh, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, they can find me on Facebook or uh, I mean on TikTok or Instagram under Medium David Hansel. I have lots of followers on TikTok. Um, so it, if it doesn't say over 94, it's an imposter. Okay. Um, you can go to my uh, my YouTube is The Spirit Experience. And my Facebook group, private group, is called The Spirit Experience by Spiritual Medium David Hansel. And if you want to contact me, know more about me, read my blog, do anything you'd like on that, you can go to my website, theywhispertome.com. Please know that I never, ever, ever DM or private message anybody to solicit readings. You can only obtain them by going through my website. And I don't do that either. I don't solicit people. Don't forget, I think Jonathan popped off, but Jonathan of JK47 Paranormal, it's his birthday next Wednesday. So we're going to get together with him. I don't know if we're going to do some more live ITC or do some readings or a mixture of both. 
but Dave, I, I, I remembered about getting together. How could I forget it was Jonathan's birthday, but we're going to do that. So I'll probably post something to let you guys know where we are. Maybe we'll just be on Facebook or YouTube or it could be TikTok, but we will let you know wh where we'll be. So hopefully you guys can you join Kevin? us. Yeah. Um, Kevin says uh, he's anxious to rewatch. Also, I will be back with the Angel Rock on Monday night with Stephen Chung. We are going to be talking about near-death experiences. That is uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me for readings. I do mentoring. I do crystal Reiki. I do all kinds of things like that. You can get a hold of me on Facebook.com. Uh, com forward slash the angel rock even if you got a show idea or a guest suggestion we don't have guests on this show regularly at like hardly ever unless it's a special occasion um but otherwise um if you guys got some show ideas like i'm intrigued with this about the haint i can't wait we'll definitely have to look into that also i hate never heard of those I <laughs> so i hate never heard of hate I've got two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal and the Angel Rocker Tribe for more of the spiritual things. And look for us because Dave and I, uh, like today, we went live on TikTok. He's got a bigger audience than I do. So we usually do it on his uh, page. So, and we try to post, don't we, Dave, when we go live? Yeah, we, we, try. Mm -hmm. we try. And tonight, today was kind of a little impromptu. So we did it. It was fun. We had a good time. It was. It was lots of fun. So stay spooky. Stay and very spooky. <laughs> love y'all. Like, share, and subscribe. Tell everybody about it. The more the merrier. We love having you here. Julie says she wants to know more about Haints. And I'll Kevin research. Said, I'll do some research. We'll definitely do some research. Sorry, I was giving you a compliment here. Kevin said, gorgeous kitty. Oh, thank <laughs> you. You're gorgeous, kitty. He says, thank you. That's Carmel. He's so sweet. David's so mean. He has a resting biatch face, he said. Oh, Kevin's going to research paints too so none of us have heard okay. of this i'm so glad you brought it up let's all let's all research haints i think okay. that's that's the thing everybody research haint and then send in all your stuff to laura lee and i david at they whisper to me.com everything you know about haints or you got funny video great videos send them yeah please do so dave are you ready are we gonna try and do it again we'll try okay. one two three What's what at the foot of your bed? Oh, big delay. We had the big oh, delay. I know. Uh, I know. One of these days, you, you guys, guys get it right on right on track. We will. So we'll see you all next Thursday. Look for us on Wednesday, you guys. We'd love to have you join us. It'll be a lot of fun. We can all wish Jonathan happy birthday, too. Okay? Thanks, everyone. Bye, guys. See you on Monday.